What's at the heart of content marketing? Why should I even do content marketing in the first place? How do I get the best results from it? If these are some of the questions you have, don't take our word for it. Let's talk content marketing with industry professionals. Discover its power and confront its challenges so that you can stand out from your competition. Join Ethan and Hendrik Baird from Baird Media and let's talk content marketing. My name is Megan Kornberger and I'm the owner of The Marketing Lifeline. And what does that mean? Yes, we literally are a lifeline to many businesses with regards to their marketing. But why I say that is because our main objective is to help small to medium-sized businesses establish a marketing strategy. We see companies over and over going to market with a logo and website, but they haven't really given you know, the market message media much thought. So they find they get stuck and frustrated and overwhelmed. The marketing doesn't seem to work. And so we really help them establish a strategy to ensure they get their message right. They identify who their target market is and identify the right media to position themselves on. So how do we do that? I do build strategies for companies. So in some cases, clients will come to me and say, please help me with my marketing strategy. Perhaps they don't have time for it. On the other hand, I also am a mentor or coach and I guide um, business owners, mostly startups, but also some established businesses through a 12-step process and help them identify a marketing strategy for, for their business. And then from then, they are equipped or like I prefer to say empowered to go to market, so to get their website done, to go and start their social media and all the actions and activities that they, they start implementing are based with an intention that we've established during, during the marketing strategy process. So that's essentially what I do in a nutshell. Awesome. Can you give us a bit of an overview of the things you need to keep in mind to develop a good marketing strategy? Great. So that's a great question in terms of what we need to keep in mind to develop a marketing strategy. Because I think the main problem most people have is they're not even aware they need a marketing strategy. You know, most businesses feel they have an idea and now they just need to get that idea to market. But unfortunately, developing a marketing strategy is just as important as establishing your business plan as well as establishing your product because that's essentially your vehicle to go to market and and get to the right people so you can essentially make sales. So most importantly, number one for me is always the market. Is your product even relevant? If it is, who really wants it? And um, that's a key thing for us today on digital. We need to really define our audience and as some call it niching. So most importantly, it's to start with the market. So what is the market wanting and are we going to deliver that? Secondly is your messaging. So you've defined your offering, you've defined now your, your product or service is relevant and who you want to position this product in front of. But how are you going to position it in front of them? What is it that they need? Because people are not buying into products or services anymore. They're really buying into the benefits or what is in it for them. So very, very importantly is stop focusing on what your product can bring to the market, but rather focusing how your product or service can fit into their lifestyle and help improve their business, their lifestyle and the benefits to them. So very, very important process as well in the marketing strategy. And then finally, the media. So yes, we need to show up on media, but it's also where do we show up? Just because everyone is positioning themselves across all platforms, it doesn't mean we have to do that. We also have to see what is relevant to our audience. Where is our audience wanting to capture information? And then once we've defined which is the media we want to be in, 
that then pulls everything together so we can start establishing an implementation plan to then really start driving leads and essentially getting in sales. So that would be the key steps for me in developing and thinking about your marketing strategy for success. And I think the main pain point that came to me was clients would come to me feeling very frustrated and overwhelmed as to what they're doing and what they need to do or what they're doing isn't working, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say as kind of a more general and maybe not very specific to an individual, but how I've helped most clients in the last four to five years is clients will come to me saying, my marketing isn't working. So firstly, establishing, well, what to you is marketing? You know, so they would say, my Facebook ads. And that's when I would say, well, unfortunately, marketing is not Facebook ads. For me, that is a form of advertising or implementation. Marketing is really the crux, as we've just spoken about. What is offering? Who is it for? How are we establishing our messaging? And where are we going to place this thing? So that would start the process. So then we would go in and do a quick audit online and see, well, shucks, your website talks about one thing. Your Facebook post talking about another thing. You know, how are you positioning yourself? And normally it's like, I don't actually know. Like, I sell face cloths, you know. So for me, it's it's not about selling face cloths anymore. It's about taking the selling out of anything we're really doing and really understanding who it is that we want to service and how are we going to be relevant to them. So essentially starting out there, looking at where they are going wrong, identifying the gaps, and then, as I say, t- taking literally 12 steps back, starting from the very beginning, and that is research. So we start from the very beginning and we start defining where are we actually going to position our product and is is it even something we want to do? Are people even looking for face cloths? What are people looking for? Are they maybe not looking for a different type of fabric? Are people not using face cloths anymore from a hygiene factor, whatever it may be? And then I take them through the process. And through this process, as my slogan says, is it's all about education. So making the client aware of what it is that they're not doing. Number two, empowering them so they actually understand, shucks, marketing is actually a process. Marketing is not my Facebook campaign. I should not be doing Facebook ads without an intentional objective. And then obviously elevating their brand because being equipped with the knowledge to know what it is they need to consider and ask questions, now they're able to go to market and have and make and create better results. And so that, in a nutshell, to just pinpoint, that's essentially what what I do to help my clients with. So can you talk a bit about how you do your follow-up strategy and maybe some lessons you've learned from your experience? Interesting. I was in a networking group and one of the ladies, actually, her business is fall in love with follow-up, which I think it is quite relevant because follow-up is probably one of the hardest things. And I don't even like to actually call it follow-up because then it just sounds like hard work, right? But yes, follow-up is absolutely quintessential. We we want to gather all this information as we go through the process and we get all these amazing leads, but then how do we maintain and keep them engaged? So I'm maybe a bit more traditional, but I like to nurturing my leads rather than doing a follow-up. I think there's obviously a definite space for follow-up, but I would rather say, how do you nurture your leads? You know, how do you, once people have engaged with you, whether it's through a lead magnet on your website, whether it's a one-to-one or a networking event that you met them at, whether it's somebody that connected with you through a blog or whatever it may be, how are you maintaining those leads and how are you nurturing them, as I like to say? 
um, rather than kind of follow up. But absolutely. So what I do is I have a CRM system, which I use called HubSpot. And essentially, I pull all my leads into there because I have a number of leads, lead magnets. So I have three alone on my website. So I use my assessment as one. I have a download. I have a video and I have a 30-minute strategic course. So actually, I have four on my website. I also have landing pages. I have campaigns. I have campaigns running on Facebook. I have connections I make on um, LinkedIn. So you kind of, I think you have to identify where your leads come in and then channeling these leads through some type of system. Yep, I started on Excel too, which is a system, but you have to have some form of system. You have to have somewhere where you can put all your leads into because essentially that's the start of your sales funnel. So we need to then, what are we going to do to get them to go through to the next and the next and the next phase to build that like trust um, process? So I put them into my CRM system and then I have an email nurture campaign that will slowly but surely feed them information and that's how I continue to engage with them. And obviously from another perspective, which is also a follow-up for me personally, is being consistent. So they've liked and followed my pages, so I need to show up. It's not just about also the follow-up, but actually showing up and continually engaging with them online and giving valuable content. So that's just in a nutshell how I would kind of consider follow-up is rather how we nurturing our leads and how we keeping them engaged in, in our businesses. How do you plan and then measure a campaign? So essentially building your marketing strategy, you're building a plan. Okay, so with that plan, then comes measurement. So, A, did we did we do 10 blogs this month? You know, how many leads did we get? What was the cost per click? What was the cost per lead? But everyone says, yeah, but how do I measure? Well, unfortunately, if you're not planning, you're not going to be able to measure. So just to take a step back. So once you've got your marketing strategy in place, that will set a plan. So that you don't have to feel overwhelmed because typically what happens, people will get to Facebook on a Monday and go, shucks, it's um, marketing Monday today. What am I going to post? I don't know. I better put something out there. Well, that's not how we should be planning our marketing because then that's exactly why we put out the wrong content. So I kind of plan three to six month content plans, which most businesses can do once they've got their strategy in place, becomes quite simple. And rather having that plan, so we can even now amazingly go into a system like Hootsuite and pre-plan so we can actually put our posts onto the relevant platforms for the next three months. And yeah, we can change it as we go, but the reality is that's what we need to be doing because with a plan, you are equipped and you are empowered and you know what you need to say. So you can get on doing what you do and let the content run because that's essentially what our plan allows us to do. So that also alleviates that stress and that frustration and that feeling of being overwhelmed with marketing. So I think that's a key thing is, yes, we need to set time aside in our diaries to do our plan and to put it in place and to spend a day, half a day in a week to write our content for our plan in advance. So yes, once we've set our plan, we're now working hopefully at least a month in advance, we can start analyzing, we can start seeing on Facebook, through insights, I mean, there's basic, there's tools we can use, but there's also stuff at our disposal on LinkedIn, on Google Analytics, that we can go and see which posts have got better 
traction? Which posts got more engagement? Which posts got more shares? Who's viewing our posts? What are people saying about our stuff? And then that's a very important factor too, because a lot of people feel again overwhelmed and saying, I'm not sure what's working. Well, unfortunately, nobody's going to tell you that. You have to go and do the measurement to make the changes to see what works best for you. So also very, very important is keep a plan in place and then measure so you can make the necessary changes as you need to. Most importantly to me, you know, I just encourage whether you have a small one-man business to a large enterprise, you, you should be allowing a marketing strategy to guide any marketing activity you're doing. Even if you're a one-man business and you're in a network group, what is your strategy in that network group? We all need to know what it is, what our objectives are. So I encourage that. And so I created the 12 Steps to Marketing Success. It's either in a 12-week program, which goes through quite quickly, to be honest, which is ideal for a startup. So somebody who's got a business idea or concept and they'd like to get it to market, I highly recommend you start there because once you're equipped with that, I promise you it will open so many doors and the clarity that people get. They come into this program with one idea and they leave with a totally different idea because just from through the process they've established and they've got the clarity they need. So that would be one of the key things. Alternatively, if 12 weeks is not in your favor, I have a weekly online meet. We meet for an hour on a Wednesday from 10 o'clock in the morning till 11. It's a monthly membership of 375 Rand. And I give you learnings every week. And that's why I think it's it's a great, great investment for your business, both startups to established. We learn new things. I learn new things. I teach you new things. You learn from other people as it's a group session. So that's pretty much on the cards to help and empower. That's my main objective. The Marketing Lifeline is literally here to help and empower and educate small to medium-sized businesses about this marketing thing that everyone seems to rather feel overwhelmed with. I'd rather want to break it down into bite-sized pieces and just really help you in your business. If you want to join the conversation, find Ethan and Hendrik on LinkedIn. Also, visit the Baird Media website to look at the range of content services we provide. You will find all the links in the podcast description. Next time on Let's Talk Content Marketing. Do not assume. Don't make an assumption about things. Use data. This has been a paid media production.